the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor. Time flies when you're having fun, Jeff. It's been a great, great day so far. Thank you for all your hard work. Thank you for tuning in, whether you're in your car, maybe you're on your smart device. I don't know. But I know you're listening, and I'm grateful. And uh, you're going to be grateful because uh, we have a good guest uh, that's going to join us here in just a few seconds. And uh, we're going to talk about a really important issue uh, and it's an important issue from several different angles. Uh, and you know what? Without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and bring him in so so we can start down the road on this. He is a state representative, and he is Gary Click, and he's a Republican from Vickery. Uh, state Representative Click, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, good morning, Jack. It's always great to be, be with you. Hey, it's always an honor to have you uh, with me. And uh, first of all, uh, there's a lot going on. I want to I want to talk about the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, or you know, the acronym is SAFE, the SAFE Act. But first, I want to I want to dive into something that really I was reading a little bit before we came back from or during the break before we came back uh, to join each other. And you know, I'm just I'm a little frustrated. Uh, you've been under attack, and I just I want to start there. Um, what's been going on? Uh, tell our listeners uh, what you've been up against in the past couple of weeks. Oh, oh great, Jack. First of all, um, I, I feel like if you're not being attacked, you're not doing anything. You don't catch any flack until you're over the target. And I, it sounds like I'm dead center over the target. Uh, as you know, uh, I'm not only a state representative, I am also a pastor, a full-time pastor. Uh, I love doing that. That's my calling. And I've been doing that for over 30 years. And uh, what happened is recently uh, some trans journalist, uh, a trans journalist who is a male, XY chromosomes, but uh, depending on where you look, has pronouns of she, her, or they, them, very confused individual, decided to, a uh, college student, decided to uh, sift through some of my old sermons, which I'm thinking, well, that's good. They probably need them. And, uh, <laughs> and so they found a message I, I preached in 2018 where I was talking about the family and and I just preached God's plan for the family. And so they've asked me before, they've tried to link a religious motivation, like I'm trying to legislate my religion. And I'm not. I'm, I'm legislating science. They just don't get the fact that the Bible and science can go together. They, they, they don't see how that can happen. And obviously, if I preach the sermon about it, I must be uh, trying to legislate my religion. And they forget that the science confirms our faith. And uh, can I preach, you know, the biblical view on, on sex? Uh, yes, I can, and I do. Uh, but when I go to the legislature, I cannot go to the legislature and say, we need to pass this bill because this verse says that, and the Bible says male and female, and so therefore let's pass this bill. No, I dig into the science, and I dig into the personal experiences. And what's really, uh, I think, amazing, Jack, and, and I never really expected this, 
But when I when I begin to dive into this, the coalition of people that this brings around the table. I posted one time, who had ever thought that this is what would have brought you know, Christians and atheists, gays, lesbians, and trans people together would be a bill like this, but it truly has. Uh, the person who introduced me to Chloe Cole, and she got her start here before she went uh, nationwide. That's right. was on our bill. The person who brought her to me is a, a lady named Jeanette Cooper, who started this organization called Partners for Ethical Care. Jeanette is an atheist, and she's not a Christian. She's not a believer of anything. She's uh, as far as uh, religiously, she's an atheist. She's a good person. I love her to death. We have some great conversations, but but this has united us in this. Richard Dawkins, the famed atheist, he agrees with us on this, and uh, some of my uh, proponents for this. You know, there's a trans person, uh, Karina Khan who stood in committee and said, I started on hormones when I was 18. I had surgery when I was 19, and uh, I was not well-informed at that age. This is not for minors. This is not for children. Uh, We've had, you know, a lesbian woman stood up this year, uh, first witness, and said, you know, I've been in a 25-year same-sex relationship. My daughter was identifying as trans. She said, I don't care how she dresses. I don't care what her pronouns are. I don't care about any of that stuff. But we're not going to put her in physical jeopardy and danger by medicalizing her as a minor. Let her grow up. And if she's 24 and 25 and her brain is fully developed, she can make her own choices, but not as a child. We had a a lesbian couple. um, Zandra came to testify. She said, can I bring my wife? I said, sure you can. And, And they testified in favor of the bill. And so they want to portray this as hate and as some religious right type of an idea, but it's a coalition of everyone with common sense. We don't sometimes we don't agree on other things, but we all agree that this is destructive, physically destructive to young people, and should not be permitted in the state of Ohio. You know, there's an old axiom that says, "When the facts are on your side, pound the facts," uh, or uh-huh. "When the law is on your side, pound the law," and when neither is on your uh-huh. side. Pound the table. And there's a lot of table oh, pounding yeah. going on. You know, oh, I, I'm not going to give credence to the article or the writer uh, who attacked you in the article. I will tell you that I did read the article and I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they use the word sin. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but then you've you said it in this interview that the science supports your faith. Well, the writer basically said, well, but Representative Click didn't say what science and then went on to decree the fact that. You know, you use the word sin, which, by the way, to me, and I'm not a pastor, and so I'm going to armchair quarterback here for a minute. Sin is simply separation mm. from God and in His in His plan. And so, yeah. uh, you know, there's just a certain way that I we were designed every day, Jack. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but you said those things, and then all of a sudden, you know, people start pounding the table, right? Because they don't have facts, uh, they don't have the law, so they're just going to pound the table. And the quote that came to my mind is, Be, "Beware the naked man who offers you the shirt off of his back." I mean, I'm reading this article that attacks you, and I'm going, this person has absolutely zero substance, but yet Uh uh, they're they're offering advice (laughs) uh, on faith and on science. I mean, it's it's unbelievable to me. And I read an article, I think it was two weeks ago, and and I think Yahoo News published it, and it was, I want to say it was out of the UK, and it was a mom who is uh, extremely pro-LGBTQ and essentially Uh came to the conclusion that many of the folks that you've talked about in this interview came to, which was, look, I support people being gay, lesbian, whatever, but I don't support what's going on in our schools. And 
here's the important part. The table pounding, the guilting, the shaming, the peer pressure that is getting our kids to, during a confusing time of their lives, think that they need to lop off a body part or put something into their body that stops, you know, the hormone flow that's natural. Um, Talk about that SAFE Act a little bit and, and why that's important and where that legislation is. Well, so so first of all, it's, it's very important. We've had uh, young ladies who talk about having double mastectomies at the age of 15 and 16. This is happening in Ohio. We've proven that it is happening in Ohio. Even Colleen Marshall from Spectrum uh, News said it's happening to 16-year-olds. She denied it's happening to 15-year-olds, but it is happening to 15-year-olds. For instance, if you turn like 16 in October and they want to do this during the summer, they'll do it while you're 15, almost 16. Uh, and, and so forth. But, but let me just say this, the surgeries are sort of this shiny object and people really object to the surgery, something tangible, uh, and, and obviously irreversible. You can't glue the parts back on. That's right. But what's really the heart of this bill is not the surgeries. They're happening, but they're not happening everywhere. They're not happening. They say they're not happening in the hospitals. I've never accused them of doing them in the hospitals. But the hospitals do make recommendations, and, and that was drawn out in our last uh, uh, hearing when there was the opponent hearing, and they said, well, te- technically we do not make referrals. And uh, one of our uh, committee members says, well, what do you mean technically? And had to push them on this, and finally they said, well, will we tell them that we don't do it here but tell them where they can get it done? Maybe. And so we caught them in a lie, basically. They're they're trying to mislead the committee, trying to mislead the community. Imagine that. And they're just deceptive. And they're the ones also attacking me. They're calling me dishonest of all things. I think that's the pot calling the kettle black. Uh, and what they really want, what the hospitals really want, their big money maker is the puberty blockers and the opposite sex or the wrong sex hormones in these kids. That's the core of this bill. And they're trying to strip this out. They'll give up on the surgeries because I don't really think they do the surgeries in the hospitals. Well, let's do but this. they if don't you... want to give up on the puberty blockers and the cross-sex hormones. Let's talk about that. Uh, in a... Can you stick with me uh, for time after the break, Representative Click, yeah, and sure, we can absolutely. continue down this road? All right, stay tuned to The Bruce Woolley Show. We'll be back uh, with Representative Gary Click. I'm over here looking for the time. Where where did it go? We are on our last segment. Uh, Look, all I have are dad jokes. It doesn't get any funnier than that. Uh, We're here for the final segment. It's Friday, and I'm glad that you're with us. Uh, And I am joined by State Representative Gary Click. And uh, here are the facts. The prefrontal cortex doesn't develop fully until about age 25 or 26. And the law says you can't coerce someone into a contract And minors can't enter into contracts, especially those under pressure and deception. When you have the facts, you pound the facts. When you have the law, you pound the law. When you have neither, you pound the table. Well, what's the table? You hate trans kids. You're committing transgender genocide. And they're pounding the table. Uh, But thank God we have Gary Click here who's making the insane sane. Representative Click, um, just a real quick recap on the SAFE Act. What does it do? Uh, What does it protect from? So very good. Uh, The SAFE Act says that you cannot give puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones or perform surgery 
for the purpose of gender transition on a child under the age of 18 years old. And you're not opposed to those types of surgeries, essentially, with adults, right? You're not saying that the state's putting a moratorium down, can't do them after adulthood. You're saying that we need to protect minor children. Right. Yeah, I, w- I would never recommend it, but I'm not po- proposing any law to ban it or to stop it. When you're an adult, uh, you should be able to make your own choices in life. And so if you hate trans kids and, and you want to commit transgender genocide, um, why do you have so many people coming out in favor of this bill? Yeah. Well, listen, those are their talking points. They they have to get the, – the closer we get to passing this, the more extreme that they get. The reason they're hollering, the reason they're screaming is because they know that we can do this and we're going to do this. We're going to protect the kids. And at the same time, they want to trap the kids see, into this lifestyle. They want to take advantage of them. The statistics tell us that, you know, again, 85 to 95 percent of the kids – who experience gender dysphoria will automatically, will naturally self-correct through puberty. But it also tells us that 98% of the kids who are put on puberty blockers will go on to the wrong sex hormones and potentially surgery. And then what happens, Jack, is they become a patient for life. They are ongoing income for the hospitals and for the practitioners. They like that. This is a money-making business. They will cry poverty. They will tell you, oh, we don't make any money on this. We've proven that to be a lie. All you got to do is go look at Vanderbilt University. They spilled the beans on how much money they make out of this. Uh, And even uh, Richard, uh, what's his name? He goes by Rachel uh, Levine, uh, talked about a return on investment. Those emails have been exposed. Return on investment that you get from these surgeries even if you start them as kids and you maybe don't make as much money on them as kids, you do as an adult when they become adults because there's never an end to the medicalization. It never stops. It requires ongoing maintenance because it goes against nature. It goes against your body. It goes against your DNA. And so it's all for profit. But they want to attack me. Let me just switch out of my state representative hat and get into the pastor hat for just a moment is they want to do this. Listen, they want to play God, and they think they can play God with gender. The problem is that role's already taken, and we are made male and female. There's XY, and there's XX, uh, and then anyone else who is, you know, there's some people who have what's called a disorder of sexual development, and that is a totally different uh, situation than it is to be trans, but they try to ride that horse a little bit as well. They call it a. They called it in testimony a medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria. It's not a medical diagnosis. It's a psychological diagnosis. That's why it's in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Health Disorders. That's where you find the diagnosis. There's a lot there. It, it, there, it is. So there's there's gender dysphoria, right? Um, it's a it, real thing. It, it, I think you may have mentioned this to me, and so. Uh, I'm going to put this out there, and this I didn't plan to talk about this, but um, imagine. So there is there is a psychological disorder wherein a a child may think that he or she is a dog or a cat. Is is that accurate? Yeah, they call them furries. Yes. Yeah. So those are furries. Well, there's a there's a medical term for that, and it's escaping me what it is. But do you? It's think- a type of body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. Do you think if somebody with body dysmorphia went to a practicing psychiatrist or psychologist that that psychiatrist or psychologist would go to parents and say, listen, 
um, you need to just lop off all the body parts, put a tail on, start feeding this child dog food or cat food. You think that would happen? Well, let's, yeah. Well, let's just talk about eating disorders. You know, if a if an anorexic girl thinks she's fat, do we do we you know, give her liposuction? Do, do we prescribe diet pills? No, we don't. We we work on the mind. We help them to be to understand the reality of life, and we don't feed the fantasies of life. And what they do is they they condemn these kids to a delusion. You are not the opposite sex. You cannot change sex. Sex is binary. That that's science. And uh, you, it, it, they try so hard to convince us that we're the ones that have no science. But the reality is, is they know they don't have the science. That's why I think there's been you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, maybe 18 states that have already passed this. Uh, I was on with Tony Perkins this week. They wrote a couple articles in defense. And one of the things they said is that Ohio has one of the strongest out of all of these. We have the strongest. I've been told by people in D.C. that the whole nation is watching us mm-hmm. to see what we do. And and really, we are the icebreaker. And, and if we can get this passed and intact without watering it down, that opens the floodgates all across the nation to protect children. Uh, but if we can't, that's also a big hindrance. They are watching us in Ohio. We have to get this done because not only do kids in Ohio depend on us, but kids across the nation do. And so uh, a couple of things here, and then it'll leave about a minute for us to to chit-chat here at the end. But this is very profitable. So there's no surprise that medical associations, pediatric associations, and by the way, Ohio has a tremendous network of children's hospitals. Of course they're in favor of this. This is a a profit-rich series of procedures, whether it's surgery or whether it's uh, puberty blockers or hormones or whatnot. And it can be lifelong. So you have a lifelong client in essence. And that's right. really what you're up against. And the nation is watching. So are are, is, are they going to outlaw surgeries? And then watering it down would be what? Outlawing surgeries, but not puberty blockers. We've got about a minute right. here. Uh, where do you... Do you think this is going to come out uh, in pure form, and what's the next step, and when is it going to pass, if it does pass? Well, I'm pushing for that. There's There's been some push to compromise and to allow uh, puberty blockers under certain conditions, but there's no condition in which a, a child medically needs to transition from one sex to the other sex. So they, there's some people who want to compromise on that. I'm not willing to compromise on that because that opens Speaking of compromise, I only left you with about 20 seconds, so go ahead. You got about twenty seconds, Gary. So, so uh, no compromise on the puberty blockers, and I would ask your, your listeners to uh, write to the state representatives, especially to those on write to those on the committee, and say, "Do not compromise on the Safe Act. Pass it as is." We have the votes in the House to do it. We just got to have the willpower to do it. Well, you definitely have the willpower, and, and you're people. you're enduring a lot. Thank you for what you're enduring. Thank you for what you're doing. Uh, he is State Representative Gary Click from Vickery. He's a Republican. Thank you for your time today, Gary. God bless you, Jack. Thank you for being a champion. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for listening today to The Bruce Hooley Show. Jeff Murtaugh, super fantastic job. I'm Jack Windsor, over and out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.